everybody, and welcome to our fourth episode of That's Awkward, our spot, our podcast dedicated to the strength and struggle of almost being there. My name is Sergio. My name is Gil. Um, and today we have two very special guests, um, um, two of my favorite sisters here. Uh, are you fucking up, Juan? <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 well, with that said, uh, let's, all right, let's go ahead and introduce uh, my favorite sis does. Uh, we have Adam. Adam, forgive me, but how do you pronounce your last name? Gabaldon. 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 And we have Tuan Tran. Hi. Hi, Tuan. <laughs> um, ladies. Um, <laughs> um, feel free to introduce yourself and let our listeners know what you're about. Okay, I'll go first. My name's Adam Gabaldon. Say it. Say it. Gabaldon. There you go. Um, I am 28 years old. I am from Odessa, Texas. What's your social security number? My social <laughs> Um, no, I have been in Austin for about five and a half years now. Uh, I work at Dell. I'm a, I'm in sales at Dell. Um, graduated from UT in December of 2015. And, uh, yeah, I'm just living life now. Living life. Living life. Yep. And you, Tuan? Hi, my name is Tuan Tran. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Um, a. What do you do for work? I work at Eddie V's. I'm uh, the sales and marketing manager, both all like the events and kind of like the event planning for restaurants. Oh, you're a busy bee. I am a busy bee. You're a busy bee at Eddie V. Exactly. Um, yeah, where are you I from? From. I grew up in Long Beach, California. Oh. My parents, we all, my family, we all moved to Odessa, Texas. Uh, and that's Wait, where is I that what you guys were? Oh, yeah, that's where I met Adam. You know, Dessa? That's, that's wow, a cute love story. I know. <laughs> Could be a love story. I've been, we, Adam and I have been together for 11 years. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> that's, uh, a long, that's a long time. Yeah, that's it. It's we're just living our life. Where, our where's your, your family from? Vietnam. Okay. And we're Vietnamese. Your parents are both from Vietnam, right? Yes. Okay. And when did they move to the U.S.? Um, 1983. Okay, early 80s? Yeah. Okay, cool. 80s. That's about the time my my family also um, immigrated over. Uh, Adam, where's your, your family from? So, my mom's side of the family is American. My dad's side of the family and my mom's dad are Mexican, from Mexico. Okay, yeah. cool. <clears throat> cool, cool, cool. Um, so, um, we should talk about what our podcast today is going to be about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, just in time for the Super Bowl. Just in time for the Super Bowl. Um, today our topic is over sports, um, and how sports, um, can act as a, um, identity, um, what's the word? Molder. Like molder, yeah. Um, whether within your own agency or the agency of, of your environment and how you, where you grew up. Um, Adam and I know each other through volleyball. Um, last year when I moved back to Austin, um, as everybody knows, I, I decided to look up a, a local um, volleyball league and I um, fortunately found Volleyball Austin, um, joined um, the spring season last 2017. 
Um, and through that, I have met wonderful friends, um, including Adam. And then through Adam, I met Juan. So you uh, don't play volleyball? No. Oh, okay. No, no. We have gotten, I, me and Adam have both tried to, um, to invite Juan to open play, and Homegirl is not having it. It's not about it. I've no. tried for many years. It's not going to happen. It's just not my thing. <laughs> well, we'll talk about why it's not your thing <laughs> later. Uh, but now uh, I want to go into our next segment called You Want to Know Some Bullshit. <laughs> um, and uh, listeners, just so y'all know, Gil has some funny <laughs> stories. As always. As okay. always. <laughs> I'll go first. So this last week was a really bad week. <laughs> I wrote a new blog about it. So you can read that at laugh at my woes at blogspot.com. Um, but I'll share two quick stories. So on Thursday night, I biked home from work as usual. I get there, my whole street's blocked off, like fire trucks everywhere. And I was like, oh my God, what's happening? So I, I roll up, put my bike away, and I see all the people from my apartment just on the grass. And then I look up and I, my, I'm on the third floor and I see my apartment doors is open. And I was like, oh, I was like, did my apartment catch on fire? Like, what the fuck? I was freaking out. And then, <laughs> <laughs> that's my first thought. And then, so then I talked to this homegirl and I was like, hey, what happened? And she's like, oh, a fire happened on the second floor. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, which one? And she's like, 208, which is directly below me. And I'm like, I was like, oh, cool. I was like, I wonder if my apartment's all blown up too. And then no one knows exactly what happened, but the story story is that it was a meth this lab. girl well this girl was doing something weird in her kitchen and exploded and caught fire so that's lab. what everyone is like something <laughs> drug related i don't know and then so after like 30 minutes they're like okay you, you can go back to your apartment now so then i i went back and i walk in and my whole front door is like busted open like i can't close my door there's like shit everywhere and i'm like what do I do? So I'm just like chilling for like 10 minutes, like putting away my stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Then a fireman comes back. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. We had to like break down your door. And I was like, what? Like, that's so dramatic. Like, well, no one was here. We didn't have a key. Like, we had to make sure like no one was here or the fire didn't spread. I'm like, okay, I guess. Like, it's fine. And he's like, I suggest you don't stay here tonight because it smells like smoke so badly, right? And he's like, but I'm going to make sure like you can still lock your door. So he made sure I could lock my door. So then I'm like, it's fine. I'll just stay here tonight. I woke up the next day so sick. I was congested. I was coughing. My chest was hurting. And I was like, God damn it. And so many people, so many people were like, no, you can spend the night with me. Like, everyone was really nice. But I was like, no, I'll be fine. And then I was not fine. And then the next morning, it was Friday morning, I biked to work. And I crossed through UT to get to work. And I was going to make a left turn. There was like a four-way stop. And this car... I thought it was going straight because they didn't have their blinker on and then they went straight but then suddenly made a left turn and where I, at what intersection um it's at by the stadium like I was gonna okay. go left to get on like sand jack whatever and I was fine like I always stop at that stop sign because cars are crazy there anyway and pedestrians so the car would stop first I stopped so they start going I'm like cool they're just going straight so then I start going and I'm like oh my god they're not going straight <laughs> so they turn I try to get out the way but I couldn't and I straight on hit the back of their car my tire I almost slipped over but I caught myself and just land on my leg so I'm facing this way and they're going this way they don't stop get out of the car there's like all these pedestrians everyone's looking at me but no one's saying anything and I'm like uh. <laughs> so I'm like shaking and I'm like I guess I'm okay like nothing's bleeding and I thought my tire was popped but it wasn't and it was fine so I was like uh, I guess I'll just finish biking to work now so I finished biking to work that so was Friday I, morning that was Friday morning so I think someone is trying to kill me because the fire and then the car accident I was like so what did your apartment say about the fire oh yeah so Are you I covering that cost or what 
I don't know. So, well, they the they fixed my door, but they patched all this up, but you could still see some of the brown stuff, like those patches that they didn't put more wall on. But the, the door part itself is fixed, so I guess it's fine. But. That's character. Cute. Yep. So anyway. Hopefully you get your deposit back. Oh, I know. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, if they're going to like be like, this is messed up, be like, it wasn't my fault. Like, but I bet they will be like, sorry. No, I, they're probably not going to return your no, deposit. Not, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, well. Wow. We'll start a GoFundMe. Start for your know, deposit seriously. back. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> well... Uh, my bullshit for the week is also kind of mine and Adam's bullshit for the week. Uh, Saturday we went to Enchanted Rock. Uh, it was Adam, me, uh, Michael, Jeremy, Galia, and Jason. Um, and we, okay, so we were initially going to go, what, did we go Saturday or Sunday? We went Sunday. 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 Okay. Oh, yeah, we were okay. We were initially going to go Saturday, um, but like it, w- it would have been like a late, a wait, a late leave Saturday because yeah. Jason had like his gym um, trainer session uh, until like noon, and then it's like an hour and a half drive there, so we would have gotten there late. Which I think like looking back now, it's like we didn't get to the park, we didn't go so into like, the park till two. two. So okay, so so we so we, yeah, so we all just agreed to go Sunday morning instead. Um, and we met at Jeremy's. I got there super late. <laughs> I was the last one there. Um, but she had tacos. No, I didn't. I got juice lamb. Oh, yeah, juice lamb. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but we stopped at McDonald's for breakfast. <laughs> Classy. And the lady was cute. Um, you guys got ice cream? No. <laughs> the mushroom was broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then... Um, and then so we get there, right? So we have like a fun drive there. We play the question game. Um, Adam was driving. Yeah. So the question game, um, derives from the ride, uh, and Gil would always ask the very similar oh, questions okay, that we you. were, we were asking on the ride, on the drive there, um, to like our other teammates. And that was just like a way of us getting to know each other. Okay. Um, and so we get there like around one, like 1250 ish. Yeah, like, yeah. 12.51. Adam was driving, right? You were driving? Yeah. No. Yeah. I was driving. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're like in line and then like the park ranger comes and he's like, um, so the, the, the park is full right now and, uh, we're giving out these parking vouchers for you all to come back at two. And so we had to, uh, Fredericksburg. Yeah. So we like had the choice of either just like chill there and do nothing or drive like, twi- no. like, no, it's like 15, 20 minutes. To but you have to wait for an hour? Yeah. Cause yeah, we got there at 1250 ish. How do they know that it's going to be open in an hour? Like, do they kick people out? Yeah, just people coming in and out. So oh, they, okay. they gave us a voucher and said to come back. And we'd get in because we had the voucher. But there would oh. be a long line. So, yeah. so yeah. So th- so we were like, okay, well, Frederick is like 20 minutes away. And th- which means we would get there. We'd have like 20, 20 minutes, minutes there. Back, yeah. <laughs> and then drive back 20 so minutes. So <laughs> We went to Frederick. Oh. <laughs> like to have some wine or no, it was like Sunday. Well, we didn't have enough time to go get we some wine. chocolate store. We, yeah, we got Wait, there. Wait, is everything closed on Sundays in Fredericksburg? Yeah. Probably. I don't know, but I was thinking about you the entire time. Oh, yeah. Because of your Fredericksburg trip. <laughs> so fucking racist. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
call the cops on my, <laughs> my sister and my, oh my, my stepdad is black too and so they're like following him around like it was not a good experience oh yeah and then here comes like a big old group of gays just like walking around Fredericksburg uh, <laughs> on Sunday morning um and so, yeah, so we're, like, there, um, and then uh, we wanted peaches, like, Adam, and we really <laughs> wanted some peaches. Yeah. yeah. Turns out some bullshit, they're out of season. And oh, then, yeah, I was about to see it. And first. then they have, like, this, like, little, like, grocery, like, health store there um, called the Peach Basket, and they had no peaches. peaches. No peaches. We're, like, we're, they have to for sure have peaches, right? Yeah. They did it, and so, like, I asked the lady, and she was, like, nope, sorry, we're out of season. So then, um, to satisfy my um, peach craving, peach peach craving I got Count peach kombucha. kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> it was real good. And so, yeah, then we make it back. We make it back, like, at 2. There's a long-ass line to get into the park. Um, we, like, probably wait for, like, probably, like, 40 minutes. Yeah, maybe? 40 minutes-ish. Um, the couple behind us were, like, making out and shit. The girls were real desperate. Um <laughs> uh, and then her car, we kept on like being nosy. It's a national park, lady. I know. Is it a national park? Or is it a state, state park? park? I think it's a state park. Okay, there you go. Um, and then we go, and then like the hike literally like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We spent more time in the car than out on the rock. Yeah. <laughs> but so yay or nay to Enchanted Rock? I say yay. I think it's yeah. it's a it's a it's a yay if you go, go with, with good yeah. people. With yeah, if you go with, with like right a good group of friends. I've like, never been, it's, yeah. It's, it's really it's pretty. Yay. Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's not sure. an all-day kind of thing, yeah. like, but it'll take you all day to get there and potentially get in, but <laughs> you want, I mean, I wouldn't stay there all day, maybe like an hour or something. Mm-hmm. Michael and I were on the chill bus, so... I was on the chill bus. So we were like, it was a pretty, it was pretty steep at some points. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty steep. Some bullshit. Um, and then we make it back, we eat at um, Cooper's and Lano, Yano, whatever, however you say it. Is yeah. that barbecue? Yes. Yeah, so your, your favorite place now. And then I was like real sick like the next like the next like 24 <gasps> hours from I all that so meat. I got so sick. Oh, from the meat? Yeah, the meat. I from the meat. Is that what it's called? The meat. Like, would, were you all sweating? I don't know. No, I was you just like. You never complain about meat. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Not that like, kind of meat. So, uh, do you have like diarrhea? No, I was just like really full. Like, I, I didn't eat like additional meals like the night or like the next day oh so it's probably like a lot of salt you Maybe. probably were bloated. I, was, I was real bloated it's I'm a new trend I, i'm still bloated meat, uh, i'm still bloated. the meat cleanse <laughs> you just eat meat <laughs> yeah just is it no what's that like the other Atkins. <laughs> no there's like kilo keto keto that's some bullshit that's bad for you yeah some bullshit anyways so that's our bullshit do y'all have any no, I don't really have any bullshit. You live in a good oh, couple yeah, of lives. You're living <laughs> in a Nothing bad happens to you. You, yeah. you got like off work thing. early today. <laughs> yeah, I got off work early today. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're counting your blessings, girl. <laughs> I was at work an hour late today. <laughs> or like, oh. I was work. I was late for work, too. I, don't know. I mean, the only shitty thing was yesterday. I mean, and that's not even compared to y'all's. Well, oh, no, it's yeah. not. Yeah. What happened yesterday? You can talk about your well, we had the radio, well, had the dodgeball league, so I played from eight to nine dodgeball, and then on oh the God. other side of the gym. Do you want to know some bullshit? That's some bullshit, that dodgeball league. Yeah. Dodgeball's yeah. scary. No, I, like, we, like, last week Adam was playing on the league, and um, we went, because it was, like, the same night as open play for volleyball. Um, you played? 
No, I didn't play. I was like cheering on Adam, but every time I would cheer on Adam, he would get out. So yes, <laughs> I'm bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> so but literally, they're like I caged mean, in in the 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 gym, the gym yeah. for like an hour playing throwing dodgeball, throwing, and they they all left, and it was like everybody was like so intense, like they were so tired and sweaty. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then you play volleyball. Yeah. So at the same time, there was a rating session going on the other side of the gym. So I was involved with both of these sports, you know, on both sides. So I went and played for an hour, got super sweaty, super tired, and then went to the other side of the gym, and all my friends were there for volleyball. So they were having a rating session, and in volleyball, so you need to get rated, and then they'll put you in, like, the proper division based off uh. your skills. And so, like I said, this isn't a big woe, but when you're super competitive and, mm. you know, sports are very important in your life, you go out there, and they're, they ask me to get on the court and, like, help out, right? So I'm, mm-hmm. like, playing, and they start setting me, and I cannot hit anything over the net, so I look like a complete Wait, idiot. Wait, are you, are, you are you getting rated yourself, or no, are I you, wasn't getting like, rated a, a helper? Stopping. Yeah, so we had scrimmages, okay. and we were rating the other people, so, you know, you want to see how good they can do, so you, they put players oh, that can already okay. play, and so you can see what they do, come, uh-huh. you know competing against another player and okay. I just could not get the ball over and everybody was like it's laughing at me, looking at me. I'm just like oh my god like it wasn't as bad as I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure I'm making it no but it's pretty bad Michael texted me <laughs> <laughs> he was you like get your friend <laughs> he was like get your friend yeah. put him on the rec division yeah so if I don't play in the competitive <laughs> league and next year I know why uh, I'll drop you into my team nothing <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that's my woe. It's not a big woe, but... No, that's good. Oh, I guess I have also a little mini one. So, like, at volleyball last week, uh, I was playing on the competitive whatever, and, like, on my team, for some reason, like, there was no setter, so I had to, like, step up and be the setter, and I fucked up my thumb, like, immediately, and so, like, I was, like, setting with, like, nine fingers the entire time. It was terrible. And then the next day, like, I could not type at all. Like, at work, I was like, oh, I was, like, doing this. Was it swollen? Um, I think it was just like bruised for a bit. Uh, yeah, that's terrible. You can hardly well, say with ten fingers. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, gotta learn somehow. Got you know, if you want to be MVP for your predator next season, <clears throat> gotta learn. All right. All right. Well, that concludes that segment of you and <laughs> some bullshit. Uh, and so now I guess we'll, we'll go into the depths of the conversation around sports. Um, uh, I guess we can just, like, go around in, in a circle and just, like, quickly, like, briefly do, like, a little introduction about you and your relationship with sports, um, what sports you're interested in, if you're not interested in sports, um, just, you know, say briefly why. Um, Kill, would you like to go first? Sure. Um, okay, so I don't play any sports. Next! I like to... I'm really into basketball. I think because like just growing up, we always watch basketball. Me and my dad always talk about basketball and stuff. Um, my dad is really into sports. I feel like I follow sports loosely because it's um, since my dad doesn't live here. Like we talk on the phone like every week, and like sports is always a topic, and like he updates me on stuff. So it's kind of like a bond connection thing I have with him to talk about with him. And my, what sports? 
just all yeah my my dad um loves all sports it's really cool like even like women's sports he's like do you watch women's basketball and i'm like no um but he's like he will watch anything like anything on tv golf swimming tent like everything and women's he lives in california but he i think he loves sports a lot because growing up um he's my dad's from india and there's this uh punjabi wrestling sport called kabaddi and he was like a champion in our uh, district like ooh, he was shit. really he's so legit he's like all these trophies like back home in india and like his dream growing up was to have like my brother also play but that didn't happen like <laughs> and like uh there's a lot of any people that live in california so they still have like the buddy tournaments out there and he always goes and watches like he's so into sports um and like my dad doesn't speak english but like he can still like watch and understand like right. even better than me and like i can understand the calls but he's like oh and I'm like I don't know what's happening and I think also like my stepdad is really into sports like to watch my stepdad watch sports is so funny because he's so loud like he'll jump off the couch he'll get so mad he'll like throw his hat it's it's really really entertaining just to watch um so I think for me it's like a bonding thing and like I like the excitement and like rooting people on and things but I'm also like not a competitive person so I like I don't understand that aspect like I think you were talking about that like you're really competitive I guess but I'm like I'm not I'm always chill and like so I like I would be more into sports and playing sports if it wasn't so competitive because that stresses me out and like you know like I'm just like not naturally good at things especially like athletic things and so (laughs) I'm not I'm just like you know I want to just have fun and chill and so I I feel like the competitive aspect of sports is stressful to me but overall I, I like them because you know it brings people together and like it's fun to like cheer people on um i'm a big spurs fan so yeah yeah go spurs adam um i, uh, I feel like sports are a huge like huge part of my life i mean that's what i look forward to besides um, <laughs> um and my family of course well my family is super you know, into sports, um, my, my mother's side, my grandpa was, you know, a big softball player. So all of my uncles and, uh, you know, cousins play sports, mainly softball. I mean, they've played everything, but for me, uh, I was always around it when my sister played, uh, she was super competitive into softball. So I grew up around softball the whole time. Like that was, that's what we did every single weekend was Mm -hmm. Softball. Um, my uncles, which were my mom's brothers, uh, coached my sister. So it was like a whole family affair type thing. Uh, traveled all over the place with it. Um, so, you know, I was. Is your sister older or younger? My sister's younger. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My sister's younger. Uh, and, you know, she's super good at sports. And so I picked it up. I wasn't as good as her. She kind of adapted to everything, but. Uh, I was always there, you know, around it, and so it's always been a big part of my life, and now, uh, you know, I've gotten better, I I feel like I've become a better athlete myself, so honestly, moving to Austin was, just because of the the sports offerings that they have here versus Odessa, um, that was a big reason why I wanted to come to Austin, and the the first thing I did when I figured out I was going to move to Austin was like looked up leagues to see where I could play sports. Mm-hmm. And I mean, ever since I've been here, I've been in the league, you know. Did you also play at UT or did you always look at outside leagues? Um, I didn't play anything at 
UT, I did like intramurals. Yeah, yeah. Well, not really intramurals. I took a volleyball class. Oh, okay. But you I took the volleyball yeah. class. Yeah. That's fine. 101, I guess. Volleyball. Oh, there's like the um, no, beginner did, eating meat. I just needed and, the credit. Oh, actually, I did racquetball. You took an online class? Did you take it with um, <laughs> Jeffrey? Jeff. Yes, I loved him. <laughs> Uh, he almost failed me. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> but he almost failed me for bullshit reasons as well. But he's, I loved him. I did ra- I did also, uh, not racquetball, handball. I did handball as well. Yeah, it's super hard. Um, but I was involved with the softball hands? team. No, you have little gloves oh. that you have to pay for. That's bullshit. <laughs> so, that's amazing. Sports are really expensive, yeah. They are expensive. But while at UT, I was um, involved with the softball team because mm-hmm. my sister played at UT. So I, while I was growing up, I learned how to pitch. So pitched underhand, um, and I was involved with the softball team because they figured out I could pitch, and uh, I became a volunteer coach at UT. So that was a big deal. Yeah. I was a volunteer coach in Ooh. 2013. <laughs> <laughs> you never showed me that. <laughs> I was a volunteer coach at UT uh, in 20, 2012 to 2013. So like that one year. Um, but that year, we made it to the World Series, so that was a big deal. That's awesome. Are you too? Yeah. You yeah. can put on your resume. Definitely. I mean, I grew up watching the the World Series mm-hmm. on TV, That's and so to cool. finally be there was like super surreal. And what World Series? The Women's College World Series. Okay. Softball. It happens. Is NCAA? NCAA. NCAA. Yeah. Okay. It's like that's like the cream of the. The crop when you're playing college softball. That's what you're trying to get to. All That's year. amazing. Yeah, it like broadcasted. It it's always in Oklahoma City. Why? That's just where it is every year. That's just that's where that's the like, party's at. That's the mecca of college softball. And we made it that year. It was just like so surreal to walk out on the field and know that like everybody at home is like watching you. Like, well, not me personally, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like the team. You know, I've had I had people like. Sending me like, hey, I can't believe you're there. It was just really watching. Cool. Like, it was really cool. So for like non softball, softball, <laughs> boy, <laughs> softball. He's from Jersey, not California. Uh, you <laughs> so for like non softball players that really you know don't understand the whole World Series aspect, like myself, um, just hearing how like at that time Adam explaining it to me because I didn't understand like mm. how big it was and everything like how much of a big thing but just imagine these little girls playing softball you know they're seven year 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 old and they have their idols and you know like Kat Osterman and like oh my god she played at the World Series I want to be there I want to be there and so growing up making that your goal of wanting to go Mm -hmm. to the World Series and then so for Adam being able to experiencing that like living you know knowing his sister and how she wanted to be there was like I think was a really big accomplishment for both of them yeah. and it's so actually she was really there cool too. Yeah. yeah oh my god that's and amazing. so like you know that's it's so just, just yeah. it's cool yeah it's cool. a big thing yeah yeah I mean that's I think that's like legitimate too because so like I'm from from Corpus and um uh, uh I graduated from Moody High School shout out class of 2010 <laughs> uh but like my high school is super heavy in in baseball um, like we are known for like our baseball program, we make it to like state like every year. Um, like the people, like the um, the, uh, the 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 players who like have come out of like the Moody um, baseball program have gone on to like um, like professional leagues and stuff, major the major leagues, right? 
And so, um, so like it's really heavy on, on, on baseball. Uh, but at the same time, it's also super heavy on softball. Like mm-hmm. the, um, the women's softball, the, the, yeah, I guess the girls women's softball team at, at, at my high school was mm-hmm. also like a power hitter in the state. But they were not as recognized, yeah, because you know gender and yeah, that yeah. all that those issues. Well, going, but I'm gonna like interject. Go, go ahead. Like you said, your your school is known for um, baseball and softball. Like I went to Permian, so Permian is known for Friday Night Lights, which is in case you guys don't know. It's. Uh, I love Friday Night. Like, Do you watch that movie? Is it a movie? Was it a movie? It's so a, it started off as a movie, movie, and then they have a show, and then they did like a. Which one of is? Um, what's her name? But it was based off a the book. redhead. It's based off a book. Um, the redhead mom. Oh, uh, Connie. Con- Con- Connie Britton. That was yeah. in the movie. I think she was I in the movie. Her. Is she the, in the movie or the TV no, show? No, she's in the TV show. Oh, she is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love her. I, know. I know. She I she was she, in I Nashville, but then she died in Nashville. Yeah, I heard. She's in a new show now. Nine one one. Is that what? Oh my God! Is it good? She she good. she voted at my old job in Nashville, like at my job site. Oh, really? Like it was like you yeah. Saw or no? It was some bullshit. That's the bullshit too. Um, I showed up late bullshit. to work that day because I was like offsite doing something else, and then like my one of my friends um, who worked in like the other organization that we shared we shared in the same building. She was like Connie Brin was just here and she voted. I took a picture with her, with her and I was like, you bitch, <laughs> I love her. That was the whole reason why I moved to Nashville because I was gonna get my Nashville TV fantasy on. That never happened. Happen. Some bullshit. So then you moved back. Yeah. Here we are. Oh yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, Friday Night Lights. Friday yeah. Night. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Friday Night Lights is a a book that came out like in the eighties, mm-hmm. um, based off Odessa and football. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it kind of played, or it kind of was written about racism and segregation and things like that regarding football in good old West Texas. Mm-hmm. So like, remember the title? Yeah. And that's one of my favorite movies actually. But it's not the same thing. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. But if you haven't seen the movie, you should definitely watch it. It's yeah. It's 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 good, but um classic Texas classic Texas football movie. But you know, to go to school when they were filming it was really cool because like Tim McGraw was in oh, it. Oh really? Jay Hernandez. Um, yeah, I was in ninth grade when they started filming it, and uh, like so, Faith Hill was there because obviously Tim McGraw was mm-hmm. filming the movie, and they had a you know a big premiere uh, at the, the small movie theater in Odessa. But it was such a big deal because they were making a movie about your high school, you yeah, know. That's awesome. And they used to be good. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, you're about to get the hit. <laughs> no, yeah, they, about to jump you, girl. They used to be good, and. Uh, so it's kind of died down, but imagine going to a school, <laughs> imagine going to a school mm-hmm. where it's all about football. And I didn't play any sports in high school, so you can imagine like the yeah. emphasis uh-huh. on football mm-hmm. players. It's like if you weren't a football player, you weren't cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, sorry. That's how it was in my high school too. It's a, it was a big football school. I feel like all the football players, like everyone was like, oh my God, they're so cool. And, um, so I didn't play any sports in high school either, but I was in the marching band. So I feel like it was, it was kind of a cool perspective because yeah. we got to go to every single game and like kind of be in it, but like no one cared about us. So we had so much fun. Like we would play and like no dance. Pressure. Yeah, it was no pressure. I mean, we do the show, whatever, I guess. But, um, I mean, again, I was not competitive. So actually, <laughs> it's so funny because people in band are 
so competitive. Like it was like I gotta be first chair, and I'm like, that's I'm, my I'm, nephew. I'm like chilling last year. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> but like, I'm learning an instrument. Like this is cool. Like this is dope. But like it. Was, so I feel like it was for me. It was cool to like be involved, but like you know, like I didn't have to be like a cheerleader or like yeah. you know, like I wasn't really friends with the football players. But I was also in this other program called PAL, which is like peer assistant leadership. And so like we got to mentor like uh, elementary and middle school kids, and a lot of the football players were there. So then I got to like actually like know them, and they're like really cool guys. And um, but football was a really big deal at my high school, and I feel like I'll, if I look back a lot of them are like still like living like they're also like really fr- like good friends and yeah. stuff and i'm like i don't oh, talk yeah. to anyone from high school like no. you know i feel like that was maybe like their like peak point like exactly I'm, that's how we feel I'm about scared. them i'm scared <laughs> like, you know, people i know uh, but you want to know girls out there well, it's funny because you see them on Facebook and yeah. these guys that were super cool and like would not even look at like mm-hmm. non-football players. You look at them now and they're like fat, fat and bald and like already married, like kids. Yeah, like five like, kids. Still San Antonio or Odessa or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So I want to get Tuan, your oh, perspective. Yeah. So Adam mentioned his perspective mm-hmm. about growing up in Odessa and during that time of, of Friday Night Lights and, and softball. Uh, but I know that you are not a big sports fan, right? Um, I am not. Um, I don't know. I, I was just thinking about this, and I don't think I've ever talked to Adam about this. Was but I think honestly, the biggest reason why reason why I've never really been into sports is because when growing up during like I w- we were really involved in church, and mm-hmm. we would put together little you know church sports leagues and compete with other churches within the community and I was always the guy that got picked last um I was I was always the guy that like you know you knew he was gonna you know mess up and you knew you couldn't rely on him and I was I was different I was gay and I was you know very feminine and I I just wasn't into sports and so I think that has a big like influence of what I feel now about sports and I just don't want to deal with it because I'm I, I'm living my life and I'm independent and I just do whatever I want and so because of that you know, that history with sports and everything I just don't don't really care for sports mm-hmm. yeah so I, like in all aspects like you don't like watching or like participating kind of okay. um I, I I just can't get into it I, I don't know the rules I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on um, but I mean, Adam recently played in a tournament in Round Rock, um, and I was there oh, to support yes. <laughs> situations like that. I mean, there was a game where he was like, it was really close and like, you know, oh, they the were going good back game. And, yeah, you were there. Like I got into that just mm-hmm. watching it and supporting it. Like I'm, I'm all for everybody like working for what they want mm-hmm. and working hard. And I'm and I'm all for supporting that, but as far as just going to a game and watching it, like I'm literally just sitting there and I try not to be on my phone and I'm just staring, waiting for it to be over. Exactly. <laughs> I find myself very often rooting for the team that is winning just for it to be over. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I, I, I've, I'm sorry, Marley and UT softball, but I've gone to plenty of their games. Um, and if I know that the other team is better, this is getting good now. 
if I know the other team is better, I'm just rooting for them to score. It's just quietly, politely, very ladylike. And um, I'm just... Is it, is it... I don't know, because I feel like... I think softball... I think we can like talk about this more, but I think softball and volleyball are very queer sports. Like, yeah. very queer-centered, oh, right? For sure. Um, whereas football, basketball yeah. are not, right? Yeah. So, but it, it even goes into, like... I mean, my dad is very into football. Like, he loves football he watches it he mm-hmm. like calls up his buddies and they're talking about it they're yeah. their game like he he loves it and like i don't know I, I just don't understand rooting for people you don't know you know rooting for a team you don't know like to but, me that, that's just well weird. also on the flip side like if you follow a team long enough like me thinking about the spurs like i feel like i know manu Ginobili. Oh, like yeah. i know tony parker but he doesn't take time to invest in mm, a team yeah so maybe that's why yeah i mean it's and just it's like hard. Hard, it's hard to if you're not interested. Like, yeah, if you're not interested at all, like, yeah. But I mean, like, but would you not root for the softball team because you knew all of them? So why wouldn't? You? <laughs> no, yeah. no, I this. Was. Oh, anyway, <laughs> so yeah. <You're> better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it, yeah. <laughs> but okay, if you stick take a step back and like think about like what it means to like play a sport, like I feel like if you think about that, like I feel like. Like, if I think about me having kids and, like, being like, oh, am I going to put them in sports or not? Like, I feel like I like that, like, you work as a the team. And, and, like, you learn like, a new skill. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're running around and stuff. Like, I feel like the foundations of sports, at least to me, seem good. Right. I mean, I feel like with football, like, it becomes questionable. Or, like, with high-contact sports, you know? Yeah. Like, because then, that like, all the... Like, bad stuff can happen to you whatever actually at my high school my freshman year we saw this guy get hit and then he was paralyzed yeah it was such a big deal i remember and um my my mom used to have an ice cream truck and so i would always go help her and we like saw him like in a wheelchair and like i still like remember that to the day i'm like man like him playing high school like he was really good too but like that one moment just like Changes your life. Changes his life. And that's another life. thing. I just this don't like to get I hurt. Know. I, 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 yeah, I don't want to get that, hurt. I like, feel the same I, way. I don't want... And I, I've kind of learned, like, I mean, you know, to be honest, this whole world right now is kind of like money, you know? You need this for money. And going to the hospital, going to a doctor mm, yeah. is money. And, like, I spent my whole, you know, upbringing with my family just working, working, working. Mm-hmm. And, like, wherever we can save this money is you know mm-hmm. and so that's why i don't like to go to sport like get involved mm, in yeah. physical activity because i don't want to go to hurt or i don't want to get hurt and mm-hmm. i don't want to go to the, the doctor and if i mm-hmm. have to be on bed rest and... yeah. <laughs> yeah so i think so, and it hurts and it's painful so and yeah it's a baby i'm a big baby yeah i think <laughs> which one you're bringing up a point of of how sports um facilitates like the environment that you grew up in the environment that you're in facilitates deconstruction of your own identity where uh, whereas Tuan you were not you're not comfortable around sports because of your childhood and 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 being that queer gay kid and always being picked last and it was not your fault right Uh, and for me like I have like a love-hate relationship with sports where I'm like I love playing volleyball like that's Mm -hmm. like my highlight of the week is to go to open play and play volleyball but also like that social community right. that community that that volleyball helps create and, and, and construct but at the same time um me growing up i was always the fat kid i was mm. always the the 
the one who, I guess, I mean, I've never been picked last, but um, <laughs> second to last. Second to last. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but like, I, I mean, I grew up in a family of athletes too. Like all my brothers are hardcore football. Uh, I'm in soccer fanatics. My dad is a hardcore soccer fanatic. Um, all my brothers played soccer when they were younger. Um, and when they were young adults, they all played in young adult league. Um, and I, because I'm, so I'm the youngest of 10, um, but I basically grew up by like an only child because mm-hmm. all of my siblings had moved out by the time I was like in fourth grade. Um, I never really like, uh, I'm not going to say play with myself, but like I never like had like the imagination to like play with toys <laughs> or um, go out and like play with like like cars or whatever. Like I was like, that's some bullshit. Like who really does that? Um, I did. <laughs> I did <big> imagination. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, um, when I was in fourth and fifth grade, uh, me and my best friend Amber, who's mm-hmm. also my my step niece, long story, um, she, we joined a, a soccer league together, coached by my brother Amber's step um, mm-hmm. dad, um, and he is out of all my family like the biggest sports uh, fanatic, mm-hmm. and he's like, I, I would assume like Stanley, mm-hmm. like like he has his own like man cave, which is his <laughs> garage in the back, which is like fully decked out. And it has like large ass, like big screen TV, um, like a refrigerator for all his like beer. Um, it's like air conditioned, like garage in South Texas. Um, um, and it's like, de- and it's like all decked out in like cowboys and his favorite soccer team is America, which is a Mexican Spanish, mm-hmm. uh, Mexican league. Um, and um, every year for Christmas, he gets a, a Cowboys-related thing mm-hmm. uh, from his family, um, and um, and for his birthday as well. Like he always goes to the like, Cowboys um, games because that's what he gets for his birthday. Um, and he is like the loudest fan out there. Like he will be at like the high school games cheering on my nephews um, and like yelling at them, like "Get it together, boy!" or like that kind of shit, right? Or he's just like that, or like he's saying, "Like that's my nephew," blah blah blah. He's like super loud, um, like louder than me. Um, oh wow! And um, and through him and his like, I guess his like leadership with um, uh, his fanatics for for um, the Cowboys, like the rest of my entire family loves the Cowboys, mm. um, and it's just like a crazy phenomenon that I see. Uh, when I go home, is like um, everybody loves the Cowboys, and like for like my oldest brother, who I just I, just, I think he just watches the Cowboys just because my brother um, watches it. Um, so they have like a, a way to connect with each other. Um, it's just like weird. Mm. Um, and then I see it too with like um, uh, so I like I've never like said this story, but I remember um, like I was in elementary school. Um, and me and my nephew, who's like two, two years older than me, who like essentially grew up as like my brother. Um, we, one summer we got like, they, we got like passes to the boys and girls club. And I remember I fucking hated it so much because I was still like third grade, fourth grade, like trying to like identify like, why am I like gay? (laughs) Right. Um, and, and like, like we got to there and like everybody was like playing basketball and I fucking hate basketball. Mm. Um, basketball is just not my sport. And they were just all playing basketball. And I remember I was crying under the, like, the table. Like, I don't want to be here. Like, I don't want to be here. Like, it was, like, a, such, like, a masculine, like, energy that I just did not feel comfortable around. And I think that's why, like, like that, how, like, certain sports are, like, gendered in that essence. That there's such a masculine energy mm-hmm. that I think that's what, like, um, 
volleyball and softball that, kind of yeah like I'm this like this um what's the word like unintrigued or just like mm-hmm. uh, not interested in like those sports but the more queer friendly like more feminine um sports I'm really I'm into which is volleyball um and I remember I've always like had an interest for volleyball I remember like being in middle school and like we have a garage in our backyard too and like I had like a soccer ball um and I would be in the back playing by myself I would like set the ball to the roof because it was like an incline roof Mm. I would set the ball to the roof and I would like pass it back to the roof like by myself like me like like Mm -hmm. sixth grade seventh grade after school and that was like always like have been always like my moments of just like like calm and therapy it was like out there playing volleyball with a soccer ball right because we didn't have the resources to actually buy a volleyball mm. um and then in high school um I, I was always friends with like the volleyball girls in in middle school um they were actually one of my like good friends and I, I think that's also like part of the reason why like I'm, I'm like a mean girl because <laughs> I've always been a mean girl um and then in, in, in high school too um, I was super close to like the volleyball team my best friend was like the all-star volleyball player of the of not just the, the school but like of South Texas like she was like all-star mm-hmm. MVP um and um and then I came to to UT and the first thing I did was I started going to open court on at Gregory Gym and that's where I first found like my first community of friends at UT outside of college of, outside of high school was my volleyball friends um and I like I I love them so much because they um helped me find like a home or a niche in like this big school that is UT Mm. Um, and that really helped me a lot through those four years was like playing volleyball I played you know like open court I played intramurals um and and I was in the class as well and that just got me through through college it was like my therapy it was like my my stress reliever um and then now coming back I'm in volleyball Austin um and that has helped me resettle back into the Austin community um which um which I really like, right? Because volleyball to me is like a very special thing. Yeah, I hear. I mean, that's where I've made all my friends. Yeah, every anybody I really hang out is is from the sport leagues that I mainly volleyball, and like that's where I've met everybody. And like you said, it's what I look forward to most of the time: the open plays, the games. Just even after the games, it's like it just keeps going, and everybody has that same interest. So you always have something to talk about, and it's usually always like volleyball or softball. Mm-hmm. But see, I reap the benefits of that part because like the every, social aspect, and without the cardio. <laughs> <laughs> so so are you not situation. a fan of like exercise either? Like no, I am. I I've gone into CrossFit. Adam and I have been doing it for a year, and like. Oh, shit um just working on that and like perfecting all the movements and it, it's really exciting like I'll leave a CrossFit or a workout and I'm like oh that that was good or I'll look at the workout of the day and look re- like look forward to it and look forward to like perfecting it and working on it and I don't know it's but CrossFit is a lot more I, I have a question for that so how is CrossFit different from sports as far as being, being a, a team, a, a, not not a team, but like a safe place for you to go and work out. And then also or, the aspect because you say you were scared of like injuring yourself. So that I am learning to get over. Okay. Um, I think CrossFit really works on before you re- really even like start on CrossFit. 
they are really good on like making sure you know the basic movements because they don't want mm-hmm. you to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. And with like CrossFit workouts, you're not competing to be, oh, who's the strongest player? Yeah. Or who's, you know, the best of the best. Like they are really accepting to different scales or different weights. And, mm-hmm. you know, just as long as you're there and you're working out. And, but as far as like, I think my biggest thing is what I like about it is it's not a, it's a different team effort, you know, like you, you go to your classes, you have the people that you're working out with and everybody's just rooting you on. There's not, I feel like with teams, there's different positions and you have your ace players, you have your star players that you can rely on, you know? CrossFit is kind of more individual, and you just, as a team, you motivate everybody to finish the workout, and not just, oh, there, there's that person, let's rely on him and to get us through this, you know, hour, two hours. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. I don't really like having that ace player, like, oh, let's just rely on him. Then there's me in the background, like, I'm just standing here. What what what, what the fuck am I doing here? You know? So it's, just it's about not space. letting a team down. Is that what it is? Like you don't want to let a team down? Or you I just, guess. Or you just don't like the ace player getting all the attention? Maybe that's it. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't like, I mean, CrossFit, everybody's involved in, in a team. There's always that ace player and there's a couple people back in the back row and just like, you know, back row. And it takes more, I feel like, to learn in this. Okay, so CrossFit can be a sport because obviously there's the CrossFit games and stuff. Yeah. At our level, obviously there's we are not. It's mostly just like to work out. <laughs> mostly to work out. There are some people who get, take it pretty seriously on our but teams. But even those people that are taking it seriously is like cheering you on like, man, Because they have nothing job. to lose. You know? Yeah, it's no, not, it, yeah. Exactly, and that's the environment I like as far as fitness, Yeah, you know? I don't like the whole competitive. Yeah, yeah, I see where you're coming because, like, in volleyball, like, if you're playing like with a really good person, like, yeah, that person more than likely is gonna be a bitch. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if I were to go and play on the advanced league, like, oh my god, yeah, like it would not be a good experience. See, I don't like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not about that. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I totally understand. I, I can't. I would definitely cry. Like. If anyone told me anything, I would just be crying. I won't say that I wouldn't feel that way too, because I I feel the way that way exactly. Because I'm in okay in volleyball Austin. There's potentially either three or four leagues this year. There's four, but there's your rec division. So for mm-hmm. people who don't have never really played or are not that great just yet, um, and then the league above that is uh, intermediate. So the four leagues. Yeah, the four okay. leagues. So rec, intermediate, intermediate. You have some skill. You understand it a little bit better, and then there's competitive, which um, is competitive play. Mm-hmm. You you should know positions. You should know you should be a lot better than the other two. Mm-hmm. And then there's advanced, mm-hmm. and these guys are like super good. Um, some of them played in college. Uh, some of them play competitively. And so what Serge is referring to is you know going from one of the bottom three leagues. Um, divisions and trying to play in the advanced division is super nerve-wracking super intimidating and if you do try to do that even even going from any league that's lower than yours trying to bump up to the next division i keep saying league but division um it's kind of it's very nerve-wracking because you don't know how those people those people are going to feel about you they don't want you to come in like 
potentially get someone hurt or they just don't think you're up to par to play with them. Mm. So it's kind of scary moving up to the next division. And that's what Sergio, I think, is talking about. Like if he were to go up to a higher division just to even practice, which how are you going to get better if you don't practice? You know, they kind of look at you like, what are you doing up here? Yeah. So it's kind of scary. It's like they've been good for so long. They don't remember like when they exactly. had to work hard. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think you I think Adam you brought up a really good point that like actually like touched a nerve in me was because oh I have like a a lot also like a love hate relationship with, with, with CrossFit. Um because I um when I was living in Nashville, um Gil knows this, mm-hmm. I was attending this gym called uh, Fit Factory Nashville. And it was kinda like CrossFit, but not to like the extent of like barbells and, and all that. But same movement, same yeah. um same exercises, like workouts, same workouts, like, yeah, yeah, like cardio focus um um and so i really enjoyed it because of that that um community environment that you were talking about was like everybody was super supported i love the owners i love all the instructors because they like took time to like get to know your name um and they would explain the workout really well and all the movements and if you were new um they took extra time to get to know you and and get to get to know like your your how you were functioning within the class um and then through that like you just became a very like a supportive group and that was like my way of like finding my community in nashville when i had nobody there um but then like i come back and like i been here for like a year already um and I'm still looking for a gym that's that's like that because for me like CrossFit gyms I've gone to like a free trial week sessions whatever and for me I just find like there's a super masculine energy like a super super masculine energy I think that's Austin though like I feel like Austin like is known to be a very fit city and like for someone like me that like you know like is not like the most athletic person but like want, like you know like enjoys like being outside and doing athletic things but like i feel like it's always really intimidating to like i would like never do crossfit i would you know like like certain gyms and stuff like if i go to like spin classes like it's always like these like skinny sorority white girls and i'm just like oh here i am like you know i bike to alaska but, like, <laughs> okay. i can't fucking like whatever the shit you guys are doing you know like I feel like it's always been, like, especially in Austin, I feel like it's always been really intimidating and, like, you know, like, obviously no one's ever done anything to me or said anything, but just, like, the energy yeah. I feel and, like, you know, and I, I, I don't know what it would take to make me feel comfortable, but, like, I guess, like, seeing more people like me would make me feel more comfortable, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because I was going to say, like, um, like when I was at Nashville, um, I really loved the gym, and I think it's because maybe I'm like narcissistic in in the sense that like I was like one of the better like athletes <laughs> there, or like yeah. I was always like at that competitive level where I was like I wanted to push myself further, and like I had a, this really good friend there, his name was Mason, um, and me and him would always like whatever it was like partner workouts, we'd like we were same level, same like we would mm. do the same weights at the at the um, at whatever workouts. We always like work out with each other. The Mason was great because he would always like push me internally to like do better than him. Yeah. Uh, and then like I come and I I've done classes here in CrossFit and like the like the people that I've been working out with like they're like these super masculine heterosexual mm. guys and like who are lifting like. Who are better than you. Yeah, who are better than <laughs> you. And I'm like, fuck you, bitch. Like, I want to, like, 
prove you wrong. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think like that is like the nerve that hit me was like, okay, maybe I don't like this. this maybe she worked out with Jim. Maybe that helped me out because I work out with Adam. And so I know that we're at the same yeah. level and we can just yeah. focus on each other, not the, yeah, I wasn't CrossFit to do CrossFit. Cause I mean, I had never really lifted a lot i know yeah, tuan did before and he's just like come on let's try it and i was super intimidated i was like mm-hmm. i don't want to i'm kind of scared so we finally i find i said yeah let's try it and i mean i really like it it's you know there are some super uh heterosexuals like bros, bros that are but they don't make you feel but, yeah that they don't make you feel at like all that. i think it's like, my own internalized shit <laughs> no, yeah <laughs> but we always, don't know yeah, we also shit. don't know how it is in any other class because mm-hmm. we go at 5 30 in the morning so uh, half the people are don't really want to talk anyway. Uh, so you're yeah. just getting your workout okay. and then, you know, you're done. But nice. I mean, everyone's nice. Yeah. So yeah. They, so that's really nice. Yeah, I'm really excited for the outlaw class. Yeah, that'll be a little different than what we go to, it's but gonna it's gonna be, be fun. It's gonna it's, be fun. It, it will be definitely. It will definitely be fun. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, the remember the the I signed up to <laughs> to go to the <laughs> fucking bullshit. Let me do this fucking bullshit. So I like creep. So um, uh, Twan and Adam. So, okay, so Twan and Adam's gym have like this uh, community class, uh, workout class coming up called Outwad, which the name is just pretty funny. Pretty actually. funny. Just like, out like, workout of the day, and so you pay for this class. You work out. You pay like. Thirty dollars. All the proceeds go to a local LGBTQ mm-hmm. center, and this is going to like for like the teens. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a fundraiser, and Sergio had reached out. <laughs> Some bullshit. <laughs> Sergio had reached out asking for the prices for our gym that we're at. And the email he get responded back was, <laughs> "What was it?" Sergio? Uh, he's like, hey, I saw that you requested pricing, so thought I'd say hello and see if there's any way I can help. Also, I'm curious, are you new to CrossFit? When and where was the last time you worked out? I was like, this bitch! <laughs> and then I never responded, right? Well, he has responded. He has replied to me twice already. I'm a terrible texter back. My emailer back. Look, he said, and then he's like, hey, didn't get a response to you, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, just hello, checking in, right? And then he, uh, yesterday, he emailed me back again. He's like, hey, you still interested? <laughs> he's trying to make his money. He's trying to get his money. I've never met that person, so. Oliver Drew, uh, I don't know how to say his last name. <laughs> um, anyway, so, well, yeah. I mean, the reason why he said that, because, again, like, they just want to make sure yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I think that's You yeah. know all the movements. Because that, that I feel funny. like it's different in. movements, you know? Oh, yeah, Adam yeah, had, like worked out before but he's never really worked out like how crossfit would work out you know i've learned all the crossfit movements through one of my good friends when i lived in odessa like we would he would help me and start getting me to work out and taught me all these movements and so i was familiar with it and so it's honestly i think it's very important that he asked that question like have you worked yeah. out? Yeah, I see where it's coming from, but you know me. Uh, <laughs> I take everything too low dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll take it. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, like whatever. Um, but yeah. So uh, you, when, when was the last time you worked out? Uh, yesterday, actually. Is that why your back's hurting? Your back's yeah. literally always yeah, hurting. Like, but that's why I'm like, I don't know if you should do CrossFit. Because he's always yeah, like, my back is hurting. And it's because we're from working out. So I don't yeah. know if CrossFit would be good for you. 
Yeah, it's like a, it's like a mix of like tension, but also like stress. I think so. I am mostly whatever. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I'm excited for out the pod. It's gonna be fun. Okay, so sure. something else I want to talk about is like sports and access and like money, maybe mm-hmm. because I was thinking about it. And, like, how you were saying you grew up, like, your whole family was into it, and it was, like, a family thing. So, I feel like for me, like, I played uh, basketball in middle school, but, like, my mom and my family never went to my games because she had to work, like, three jobs because she was, like, a single parent. And, like, it was always really embarrassing and, like, stressful for me because I always had to figure out, like, how to get to practice, how to get home. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, like, didn't have that access. And then, like, even now, like... Like, if you want to join a league, it costs so much money. If you want to join CrossFit or any of, like, the gyms or anything, like, the community gyms, it's so expensive. And, like, I think that's also, like, because of Austin, it's really expensive. But, like, like I, I don't know. I just feel like it sucks. It's <laughs> Everything's so expensive. And I feel like that kind of shifted my per- perception as a kid, too, because I'd be like, this would be cool, but, like, my family can't be, like, super into sports because I think you really have to invest in, like... I I think, I mean, that brings a good point to, like, my childhood and the way we I grew up. So, luckily, um, you know, my family had the means to, to do everything that we did do mm-hmm. with, with sports. Um, like I said earlier, every weekend, mm-hmm. you know, from the start of the spring to, you know, when it got cold in October, we were super softball related you know Mm. every weekend we were traveling here and there to play uh for my sister uh she she would get like 300 hundred dollar bats like all the time so it was super expensive and luckily for her and for my parents i didn't care that they were spending all this money on her you know Mm. i feel like other siblings might have been kind of jealous that they weren't getting but i i took a lot of um like it was it was i enjoyed Mm. you know, watching my sister excel. So if they paid for $300 bats for her, I was totally fine with it. I didn't care if they didn't buy me anything. Like, I'd be like, buy her that. So Such a good brother. I know. <laughs> I would not you be really Excuse He's me. a great bro- brother. Mm. <laughs> oh. Anyways, so, um, yeah. So luckily, mm-hmm. my parents had the means to support my sister. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, they paid all this money every summer for her to get as good as she did. And so when it came down to a scholarship, you know, she had mm. partial scholarship to go play at UT. So it kind of in a way was paid back a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's a good but, way to think about it. But in all, it was just about being with family, about, mm. um, you know, experiencing growing up with not only your immediate family, but also all the little girls that she mm. played with because they all became like my sisters. Yeah. So we still have... You know, we still talk to those people and, you know, I don't think there was a price back then. We would mm. fundraise if, if you know, they didn't have the means. Mm. Like the whole team would fundraise to try to get to tr- certain tournaments that maybe the other girls couldn't afford to. So, nice. you know, we and then if the parents can make it, then, you know, they'd ride with us or something. So we had this yeah, suburban really with nice. like a couple of girls in there and we'd go and stay in a hotel with like five six people in the same yeah. one, you know, just to make it to a tournament. But. So, side note, Adam and I have stayed in my truck overnight, or tried to, while everybody else is sleeping in the hotel because we can't afford a hotel ourselves. Aww. This was, we were probably, like, seniors in high school. And Who was we, this? It was... San Marcos? Was it San Marcos? Yeah, Marcus? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but we like drove out because Adam or we were actually going to a Lady Gaga concert. <laughs> <laughs> So we couldn't afford it because we went you to spent Lady Gaga. <laughs> we went to a Lady Gaga concert and then we went to we Wait, went to this? San Marcos. This was oh my god, it was for her Monster Ball tour, right? Yeah. Wait way back. Way back. Was then. it like I think I went to that San Antonio? No, probably. but in Austin. No, it was like we went there. And then we went to San Marcos, and then we couldn't afford a hotel. And then so this was in the fucking summer. Oh! And then we slept, tried to sleep in my truck. Oh, hell. And then we couldn't because it was uncomfortable. So we went to, like, I think maybe your mom's SUV, Suburban. Yeah. And then it was just still hot. And it was, but by the second night, we're like, nope. Also, I think there were no rooms available. Maybe that was probably one of it. But yeah, we stayed the in the struggles car. of traveling, traveling with, the team, with the sports yeah. team. I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. Honestly, was the best. Like I, it's it's gotten to me like honestly to be the person that I am, and mm-hmm. I've gone through so many cool experiences because of it, and I wouldn't change it like at all. I when I was involved with softball, I was with my sister at in college uh, for I think maybe like three out of the four years that she played there. So I. At first, I was a volunteer coach, and then I got into UT and was like a student manager. So they paid for me to go everywhere. So we were flying oh, here awesome. and there. Oh, I was staying at you know really nice places, getting to eat, and I got to watch my sister play. Yeah, like it was the be- cool. it was just so cool to be able to do all that. And that's awesome because of sports, you know. Yeah. yeah. So also, I I just just thinking about something. So because I feel like people are like really into sports or not into sports, and I'm like like. Like, I know what, like, some of my friends are like, I can't date anyone who's not a Cowboys fan. So has that affected, like, y'all's relationship? Because I was just thinking, like, you're not into sports, but you're really into sports, but a big part of your family, uh, your life. I, I I mean, yes, it, it does. Yeah. I, I really do think it does. Um, just because I, <laughs> you're like, I like to get into, like, I always am looking for the next league to join because it's just, it, I love it so much. Mm. It's what I look forward to. And sometimes he gets upset because he thinks that I, like, do that more than I'm home or something. And, like, it takes away time from – because he has a different schedule than I do. I work, like, a 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. He works evenings. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, like, different schedules. So, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I'm not home, you know, or and I would rather be playing a sport. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, yeah, I, I feel like it does affect us sometimes just because uh, the free time that I do have – Sometimes I still want to go play sports, mm-hmm. but I don't know. How about you talk about it? I mean, I just see things a lot differently. Like you, I was just grown up seeing you work and then family, mm-hmm. then you work, then you family, you know? And so what I, my expectations are I'm working and I come home to family mm-hmm. and Adam being my family, like here in Austin with you know mm-hmm. everything I have going on and so it's like that that's what I expected I mean I'm trying to learn that it's not just what my expectations are expectations are it's more what you know our expectations are and I'm trying to like not feel that way but it's mm-hmm. just hard breaking out of that mold of I'm coming home to family and not coming home to Adam playing softball <laughs> <laughs> and see for me he's gone some of the time so and so it's it's hard 
the way I see it, it's like you guys are my family. Like my sports people are my family. So mm. not that Tuan's not and my sister's not, but when they're not here, why would I not go do something that I enjoy doing and potentially being around people that I see are like my best friends slash family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I will say like in defense of Adam, it's like I think there's like multiple um, people who in the league who are in very serious relationships like y'all's, but also come to, to the league to come to open play or in the league. And, and like that's also just like a, an outlet for them to just do something else. I don't know. Um, but I, I, I will say, like, opposite of you, Adam, like, for me, like, uh, like, growing up, like, the access to, like, sports and, like, playing, like, I always, like, resented my family for, and I guess it's, like, maybe, like, me being, like, the, like, quote-unquote, like, golden child was, like, I always had, like, I was always spoiled, but because of, I was, you know, like, my, my parents um, worked at the HEB factory um, in Corpus. Like, we, we were very, like, limited in, like, our, our like, financial resources. Um, was that we never, I never had, like, the opportunity or the access to um, play on a, on a sports league. Um, yeah. Other than, like, those two years in, like, in fourth and fifth grade when my, when my brother was my coach. Um, but other than that, like, I always, like, because I went to, like, this, like, a, a wealthy white elementary and, and middle school. Um, and a lot of my classmates um, had, like, outside leagues, and they would go out after school to play tennis or play soccer, and they were, like, amazing athletes. And I always, like, resented the fact that I could never do that. Yeah. And, like, I was, like, wondering, like, you know, like, if I could, like, I could be, like, this outstanding sports player by, like, senior year of high school or whatever. Um, and so, like, now I'm, like, okay, that wasn't a big deal now. But, like, growing up, I always was, like, I always, like, resented that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that too because I was I was I was really into basketball and like I feel like the other girls like like they were in like other leagues outside of high school and like got to play but it, for me it was just our practice and then like we had like a janky basketball hoop in my neighborhood but like that was it. I like, like they had a lot more access to like get coached and get good. And so and then like when you're in high school it's kind of like like, are you going to play this to try to go to college or not? And if not, then, like, it's like, it's why serious, Why would you do it even at all? And so I I get that, too. Mm-hmm. I, when I was little, I was like, I want to be a basketball player when I grow up. I want to be I want to be president of the United States and a women's basketball player. <laughs> you can still do it. Yeah, I'm like yeah, I'm yeah. Twenty six. Yeah, I always I always because um, I, I like I know like I love volleyball. I would always watch this, the the Olympics, Olympics and yeah. the ABP um, beach volleyball. And like I think that's why I love being a middle blocker was because I would see Phil Dahlhauser yeah. um, do like his Beast. amazing blocks. Yeah, and I'm like I want to be a middle blocker. Like I want to go to like the Olympics. Not sand, because I fucking hate sand volleyball. Like, I the actual playing sand volleyball, like, man, man, man. Like, I'm not about that sand. And, like, watching it in the Olympics, that's another really cool thing about it is, mm-hmm. you know, I was watching the Olympics, and people like, you know, Kat Osterman, um, who played at Texas as well, I had watched them play, and then being around it, I can act, I was actually around players like them. Actually, I mean, I have met Kat, and, like, big-time Olympic gold medalists and stuff, being around them and then also being around players who were playing in, you know, on Team USA and the national team and professionally was just like really cool to mm-hmm. to actually watch them on TV and then know them personally, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sports uh, have a lot. 
I owe sports a lot. <laughs> cool. Well, we are over our hour. Um, if you want to like have a little like final thoughts or final things to to wrap up this this very rich conversation around sports. Mm-hmm. Um, just thanks for picking us to talk about the sports. I know you probably had other people to talk about, but yeah, overall, I think sports definitely impact people differently. But in my case, I, I owe a lot to sports and I don't think I want it any other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I think sports is important when it comes to like building a sense of community and like your own identity and like your own like niche in the world. Um, I think those are like outlets for people to, to discover themselves um, and to learn more about who they are as, as people. Um, but then on the other hand, like sports can be like this, like not negative, but just like this, like distant thing that, that people just don't want to like put their energy into because it's just, yeah, it just exactly. doesn't match well. Right. Yeah. Because of other things. Yeah. I completely agree. Like, I mean, sports is not for everyone like yeah, myself for sure. yeah. and it's okay but, yeah and it's okay but i mean for other people it is their outlet and i mean in situations like myself you just have to support it because it does make him happy and you know mm-hmm. motivated in life and everything and so if it's not for me it's for somebody else yeah happy wife happy life exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um well i guess that's it for now until then Bye, Bye, haters. haters.